0: Friday, Duffified Live Day, but guess what? It's episode number 27. That is 27 weeks that I have been talking to you guys. That is like 50 hours of recording and planning and not even planning. That's just in the recording process. It doesn't involve all the extra stuff that goes along with it. We're talking about 50 hours of just talking shit with people all over the place. Last week was great. I had a blast talking to EJ. EJ Snyder from uh, Naked and Afraid. Not only did that man do Naked and Afraid, he did it three times. And I think we might have made a little bit of a mistake when we said that he was on Survivor. He was actually on Dual Survivor. Um, So go and check EJ out. He's a pretty cool dude. It's EJ Snyder I believe 333 on the Twitter and the old Instagram over there, but you can always check him out. If not, you can go back and you can just check him out and listen to the show again. I'm cool with listening to a show again. I enjoy it because guess what? Little things happen all the time that you guys might miss. But I have a lot of responsibilities that I have to take care of first and foremost. Before we start getting too nutty, too crazy into talking about stuff, and especially before we start talking to our next guest, so I want to talk to you guys about one of my sponsors, the number one guy. I enjoy him. His name is Scott, and Scott owns a company called Nogginware. And if you guys know anything about me, I love a hat. We in Philly over here we call him a fat lid. That's what I like to wear is a big fat lid. I like a flat cap. Um, I get to talk to the boys at Nogginware. They make me whatever I want, and and, uh, that to me is something that's super cool. They have three programs you can get on. You can just go and buy a single hat. You can buy one. It's like $25. bucks. they are going to ship it to you, free shipping. You're going to get something cool in there. It's going to make you a little bit smarter. I know you guys hear me say it all the time, but it's going to make you a little bit smarter. Then they have a three-month and a six-month subscription program. Did you know that you can get a subscription to hats? You can get a subscription to anything. I I got offered the other day to get a subscription to colognes, but guess what? I like a cologne, but I love a hat. So go over and talk to my boys at nogginware.com. Tell them that I sent you. Tell them you've been listening to Duffified Live, slightly offended because of the foul language, but you still like us and you really like the hats. Tell them we sent you. Put in the code Off You're going to get 10% off I'm talking about free shipping across the board, something a little special in the package for you as well. Sign up for their subscription program of three months or six months, and you guys are going to have a great time with hats. All right. We talked about hats. I got a boatload of them. I have like 60 of them right above my head right now. I don't even know. They're everywhere. But I've got them hanging on walls. I wash them. I travel with like 10 of them. But Nogginware, maybe they can ship them to me at a hotel. Who knows? Check them out. Nogginware.com. All right. Walking into this week's show. Uh, Look, it's a crazy week, man. Crazy week. I had uh, all of last week. I got to hang out in a great little town called Rockford, Illinois. Um, I was out there with my clients uh, who have now four restaurants, two awesome dive bars. One of them is called the Baseball Tap. It's in Cherry Valley, a uh, little town outside of Chicago. Um, another one is called the Cave, which is a great bar. It's an awesome bar. Check this out. You walk in there. There's a grill behind the bar. Smoking hot bartenders. These girls are great. They're also your cooks. You go in there, you can order the Bacon Love. Don't ask me about it. Go and check it out. It's in the little town called Byron, Illinois. But what we did was we got to open up another version of the, uh, a restaurant called the Arrow Ale House. So Arrow is a um, – you know, Rockford, Illinois is a town that has a lot of the flight industry out there. So they do a lot of stuff with airlines and they do a lot of stuff with the building, engineering, the whole nine yards. So uh, my client, guy's name is Matt and Jamie Prendergrass. They do a great job. They have, like I said, four bars out there and, and they opened up Arrow and it was they wanted a little pub, So we created a little pub in a strip mall. I love working with these guys because one, they trust me, and two, they really let me get creative, which is a lot of fun for me. Um, They have a great staff that works with them as well. I'm not trying to do a commercial here for them, but I'm trying to tell you guys about a really cool concept that we just opened up. Um, In that little town of Byron where the cave is, um, is another Arrow. This one's called Arrow Ale House, and it's in Byron. You can check them out on Instagram. It's Arrow underscore Ale House um, or under Arrow underscore Ale Byron. Um, check them out because we just did some really cool food out there. We had a lot of fun for some stuff. Um, you know, it's a little town of 4,000 people, man. And these people are tough to please, but I think we crushed it with this menu. It was really a neat week to get out there and see a brand new concept, which originally started out as like a, like, I think it was like a 1500 square foot space. Now these guys have 4,000 square feet, almost 4,000 square feet in Byron, Illinois. There's as many square feet as there is people that live in the town, um, great beer selection. Jamie Pendergrass, she takes care of all the beers. Um, She's the massive beer person out there and her knowledge of it is unmatched. Um, It's really just a cool concept. Uh, One of my favorite dishes we did was an avocado toast, which is everybody knows it's kind of hot right now. Avocados are good for you. Good fats, all the good stuff that goes into that. But we top them off and we do, we did one with a, uh, like a citrus garlic shrimp, almost like a scampi. Goes over top, shaved over top with locatelli and a little bit of an arugula salad next to it. And then the next one we did is uh, an avocado toast with a bacon and tomato jam with a fried egg. Y'all know I love a fried egg. I put eggs on almost everything. I eat eggs like every morning. I'm surprised my cholesterol isn't around the death mark, but it's not. I do well. I'm actually a pretty healthy person. Despite my girlish figure, I do pretty well. Um, but uh, it was a really cool week out there. Just great friends and watching the happy faces of everybody who gets to run into the Arrow um, concepts and see food that's really not being done out there. And look, we're not recreating the culinary wheel or anything. We're just making really good food that people enjoy. And that, to me, is uh, is what it's all about. I mean, that's this industry. It's about making people happy, and and it's about you know exceeding the expectation and trying to go above and beyond for somebody. Um, you know, they're spending their hard earned money with us. I mean, that's, that's what we're doing. So we owe it to our guests to, uh, give them the best experience that they can. And I really think that when you walk into any of those properties that, that it really, really happens. Um, so if you get a chance and you're in the suburbs of Chicago, definitely stop into Byron or into Love Spark or Cherry Valley and tell everybody out there that I sent you and, uh, you'll get nothing. Uh, Jamie and Matt don't discount things. Um, so, uh, you, you know what you can get while you're out there? Uh, and the reason why they don't discount things is because there's no need to bastardize their brand. They do a great business. That's why they don't have to discount stuff. You know what they do, though? They sell $2.75 Bushlights. I've never seen more goddamn Bushlight drank in my life than in this little town. All these people come rolling in the front door, and they automatically walk in with this amazing beer sex selection that Jamie puts together. They're like, yeah, can I get a uh, bush light, please? They're like, hey, we have, uh, you know, we're doing a great job with this three one two, and they're like, yeah, I'm a fan of three one two. I'll drink it later. I'm gonna have a bush light right now. So, cheers to bush light for whatever you did to the people in Byron and uh, out there in the Rockford, Illinois, because they love you, man. They love you big time. Um, <clears throat> but I want to talk real quick about uh, Houston. Um, we all know what's going on down there in Houston. And look, I'm not like an advocate or any of that stuff. I rarely talk about politics. I rarely get involved in a lot of that stuff. I really just kind of talk about the world that I live in and what it is that I know. Um, and what I do know is that there's a lot of people down there that are suffering right now. You know, we learned from uh, Katrina how horrible it is and 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 how quickly we need to get down there and take care of these people. And I think our government's going down, um, and they're doing what they have to do. And uh, you know, I heard today that uh, whether you hate him. Or you love him, or you just kind of don't want to see him around. But Trump donated a million dollars of his own money, man. You know that's the president of the United States who dipped into his own pocket and donated a million dollars to help the uh, the fund down there in Houston. So, um, you know, maybe it's a, it's a chance for you to find out the right place to do it. Um, you know, there's a lot of online, uh, avenues. There's actually, you can Google, how can I, uh, contribute to Houston, um, on, on the web that you can hop into? Um, just Google it, man. And you'll find out there's a lot of scams out there as well. Hey, scammers, go fuck yourselves. Why are you trying to take advantage of the fact that, uh, people are trying to help others? I'll never understand that, but do me a favor. If you can find the right outlet and I don't even have it for you, I'm sorry. I probably should, if I'm going to talk about it, but for me, The area that I'm going to go into is that uh, there's a chef named Eli Culp who uh, was involved in a a pretty serious train accident up here uh, a couple years ago in Philadelphia, and he lived. Um, You know, He was paralyzed. He's had a tremendous struggle moving forward. He has a couple small kids. He owned a bunch of restaurants. He was going between a restaurant in New York and a restaurant in Philly, and uh, he had a train crash. I mean the Amtrak – it crashed, man, and he was one of the uh, casualties of it. There were a lot of people that died. but uh, Eli uh, made it through, and um, although although I don't know Eli personally, he is uh, an icon in Philadelphia for what he's done, and I don't know if he started this hashtag, but if he did, then more power to you, my friend. I wish you the best of luck with it, but it's called hashtag chefs for Houston. So, if you can, um, the big deal is go, uh, just go follow that hashtag. Follow it across the board. Um, try to find a restaurant that's doing something because these guys are donating either full proceeds or a portion of proceeds. I know my good buddy over here in Philly, Chad Rosenthal, he is uh, donating 50% of all of the sandwiches that he sells, which is a really neat brisket. And he's also doing, he's donating 50% of the brisket sales and 50% of his Bon me sales at his Bon me shop directly back down to Houston. Um, that's what it's all about, my friends. It's all of us as as human beings, uh, taking care of each other. It's all of us as Americans. And it really doesn't even come down to just being an American. It comes down to all of us just being humans and being nice to each other. That's what I talked about last week. And I know I got a lot of feedback from that about how many people agreed with me. Um, and that to me makes me very happy because one, it means that people are listening to the show and actually gaining something from it. You know, it's not just about the cool people that I get to talk to. Um, I, ho- I hope it's a little bit about the information and the knowledge that I get to pass along. And and I, and from last week's feedback, I, I, I believe it was. So um, let's be nice to each other, man. Let's take care of each other. We are all the same exact makeup. Doesn't matter what color you are, what doesn't matter what creed you are, what religion, what, what, whatever it is that you are that is different from you and me. We all have the same makeup, man. We all have a heart. We've all got legs. We've got arms. Most of us, I know there's some of us that don't go ahead and rip me apart for it, but you get the gist of it. We're all the same makeup, man. It's, I was talking to a friend of mine today about organic. What is organic? And I said, you know, anything's organic. We are all organic. That's our natural makeup is the fact that we're organic matter. We're all put together the same exact way. We just have a little bit of a different brain. And, and uh, you know, we've all heard about racism and the way that that works. And look, racism is not something that is just born inside of you. Racism is a learned trait. So what house did I grow up in? I grew up in a Catholic house. I grew up in a Christian house. I grew up in a house that my mother said to me, be nice to people. Kill them with Kill them with kindness. You know, you're going to get a lot farther with sugar than you are with vinegar. So that's kind of how I feel about that. So it's Chefs for for Houston. Um, check them out down there. I know I have some friends down there that are struggling a little bit, some musicians and some chefs and uh, some managers of restaurants and stuff. And it's going to be pretty devastating. We have 31 full deaths that are uh, confirmed that have happened down there right now. <clears throat> um and we have a tremendous amount of devastation. Uh, people have lost their homes. They've lost their livelihoods. They have lost um, loved ones and pets and, and the whole nine yards. And, you know, we up north, we're fighting about crazy shit right now. You know, we're fighting about some stupid stuff, but let's all pull it together for a couple weeks and hopefully that can carry over into something else. Uh, you know, we all kind of banded together when uh, Katrina happened. We all really, really truly banded together when it came down to 9 uh, 11. And let's bring it back to those days. Remember those feelings. Feelings of, of how nice we all were to each other and, and how every single thing that's going on is uh, – uh, you know it should be for the good, man. It should be for the good of all people. But that's two weeks in a row that I've had to talk to you guys about being nice to each other. And that's the last time I'm going to talk to you about being nice to each other. Just everybody be nice. You got me? All right. So uh, that is kind of how I feel about that. Chefs for Houston is the hashtag. Definitely dig in. Let people know what you're doing. Get it out there. Tweet it. Uh, Instagram it. Skype it. Tumble it. Facebook it. Uh, what else do we have? Tinder it. Swipe right on that shit, man. Make it happen. Grinder it if that's the world you're going to live in. Bumble it. Hey, do you guys know about Bumble? Bumble's a weird world, man. That's a whole nother Tinder, but apparently they're really nice. They're not just out to get laid. Um, so go and check those things out uh, if you're trying to get laid. But while you're trying to get laid, hashtag – chefs for Houston and raise awareness to it. Okay. Um, our uh, our next guest, or the ne- the guest that we're going to have on, um, is a pretty uh, a pretty awesome dude. I uh, I I heard a little bit about him um, from some stuff that's happened in the past and and what he's been doing and all the good stuff. Um, it's uh, this is not like my normal guests, guys. This is not a hospitality guest. Um, this is not a model. This isn't a a famous uh, you know athlete or uh, you know a, a survivor, uh, a dual survivor or a uh, a naked and afraid uh, contestant. Um, this is a gentleman who uh I've been listening to a lot of his stuff today and he's he's a very, very talented artist. Um and his name is DJ Active. Um so if you're out there and you have the opportunity, uh go and check out his stuff right now on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Um his name is DJ Active. You can uh his company is called DJ Active Music. Um he uh, has done all sorts of stuff. Currently, he's in rehearsals with Janet Jackson for her State of the World tour um, tomorrow morning. So Friday, when Duffified Live airs, he's actually dropping a single with uh, Marsha Ambrosius. The single's called 90s Love, and it's going to be all over major stream, uh, major uh, platforms. Um, this past year, he just finished the Bad Boy tour with Puff Daddy. Um, so I think it's pretty cool, but you can check him out online at djactivemusic.net. So everybody do me a favor and put your hand together get the kids out of the room uh and turn it up a little bit louder uh you know how i like to curse and how i like to talk so boys and girls let's put a big round of applause together for my new friend dj active so you're in louisiana right now right not, not yet yeah, louisiana correct yeah what are you doing what are you doing down there we are rehearsing down here very nice very yeah. nice and, yeah. and you're, you're rehearsing for the new janet jackson tour Correct. Yes, sir. Well, that's that's cool, man. How, so? How so? Where are you from, first off? Um, Philadelphia. Uh, okay. What part of Philly are you from? West Philadelphia. Dude, I was just in West Philly today, man. I was over there yesterday. I had some soap <laughs> food on uh, on Haverford Road, man. Oh yeah. Okay. Haverford got a They got a new. It's uh, a new, is, a new spice. is That new. Or I, I, the place is dirty enough to be considered old. But they could just try and look new by being old and dirty. But I had a, uh, I had some short ribs. I had some, uh, I had a little bit of collars. I had some mac and cheese, and I had a crab cake sandwich that was actually two huge crab cakes on a piece of bread. Dang, nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I grew up in Balak so I'm, I'm, I'm just over city line, man. I'm right over by St. Joe's. Okay, yeah, you're not far. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. St. Joe's. My mom actually lives in Lansdowne, um, PA. Oh. Okay, over right, there. Then. So that's not far from, from uh City line Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big West Philly guy. I drive through to get into the city and I'm an have you ever been to the Ace Diner? Yes, I have been to the Ace Diner. Yet. I like I, I
1: like the Ace Diner,
0: it's Dude, they make their own bread, man, and it's the best goddamn white bread I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. It's,
1: they got good food there. It's
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> gotta sop it up, has <laughs> gotta sop up the dippy eggs with something, man. May as well do it with a good fresh white bread. So Right. Um, so you grew up in West Philly and where, where'd you go to high school? Uh, and I went to Lambertton High. Okay. All right. So I, yeah, I got you. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. you. know. What it. <laughs> yeah, I know. it Well, man, I mean, I'm through there all the time because whether it's, whether I'm going down to grab something to eat, I used to get my, uh, all my barbecue right up there. Um, where next to the car wash, it was called Deeks mainline barbecue. And, uh, right. Ca- yeah. I remember that. Yeah, the guy who owned it was an old, uh, he was a sommelier. He was an old wine guy, and he got tired of doing it. He bought the old McDonald's, and he turned the trash, the dumpster area, into his smoker.
1: Wait, yeah. not the McDonald's off a of city line. No, on no, the no. I
0: no, uh, The one on Lancaster Avenue. So, like, if you're coming down uh, right across from KFC, it's right up the street from Overbrook High School. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: yep. Yep. There's a yep. bunch of funds. I love I love West Philly, man. I, I've been I've been going through there for years. I have a field there. You know what? Well, so. They've been building it up nice around there
1: too, man. If you go down there like like University City area, like oh. like fiftieth Street and Forty Fifth, it's looking nice. It's looking well, real nice off of Baltimore Pike, Avenue. They, Aspen, have, don't say
0: they it. put a whole bunch of money into the renovation of that side of West Philly. That whole area down there along Drexel and everything is amazing. Yeah, it's very nice. Man. Definitely. Yeah. I went to that's I was culinary school down there. I was 42nd in uh, Walnut, the restaurant
1: school. Oh, amazing! Okay, oh yeah. yeah. So you, you
0: definitely get West Philly background. I know where I'm going. I'm a stranger, man. I'm a no stranger. <laughs> at all. So Girl. so 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 tell us what you do now. I mean, so you grew up in, you grew up in West Philly. How did you get involved in music right. and and going into that world? Oh. Um, how I got involved with
1: music, my family was into music a lot. Like I had a lot of cousins and uncles. My father was a, a, a jazz musician and he DJed as well. So being around him and seeing him do, you know, events at his house and stuff like that, I got, to, I got, to <laughs> I, I started learning how to DJ from family members, cousins, and him. So I was influenced by the family.
0: That's cool, man. And then, and so, so, I mean, were you, were you like into music or into the DJing process of it? Nah, basically, I just was into music. Like, I really, I was young coming up, man. I liked it all types of music. And I heard my
1: mom, she used to like bottle and dance and stuff like that. So I used to hear a lot of music in the house. So, you know, I, and then I I got into hip hop music as I got a little bit older, like maybe like 10, 11, I really started listening to hip hop. And then that's basically my influence, it's really from family
0: really, really family. My family was all musically inclined. And so, so hip-hop, so, I mean, I'm just getting into hip-hop in the last, like, two years. I've really started to get into the old-school 80s stuff, and, uh, you know, I still, like, right. I love Run DMC, I love all the classics, and um, all, all right. that stuff. I mean, and, and, and it's funny, I never listened to it. I mean, I, I just, I ne- and I was a break dancer as a kid. I oh, was a breakdancer. Yeah, you know NBC, Wild <laughs> style break-in, seen those movies before that What was that guy's name? Uh, what was that uh what was his name? Turbo. Turbo. And, all Turbo. <laughs> and she was so hot, that chick that was in that movie man with the short hair and the bandana that she wore uh, around her head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know was who fantastic. she reminds me of? Yeah. She was hot. She, re- she reminds me of Samantha. Oh, have yeah. you, you know
1: what? Samantha do look like her a little bit, like a yeah. classic. Yep. She does. Exactly. That's she's crazy. got that look
0: in her. How that's about crazy. that? That's funny, man. How do you ever thought about that? She looks just like yeah. Samantha. I told you she does. I had dinner with her last night. So so everybody understands Samantha is, uh, is a friend of DJ's. Plus, um, Samantha is my new assistant, and she's an old friend, and she's okay. kind of filling in, and she's been doing an amazing job, and I'm super stoked. And So that's how you and I have yeah. connected. Um, but, uh, so, so you were doing a lot of, I mean, you were into the hip hop and all that stuff. And I mean, and then the DJing portion of it is nothing like it is now.
1: No, not, not how it was back then. No,
0: no, totally different animal that. And, and how did you, I mean, how, you know, I mean, for you guys look like I'm a chef and, and I, you know, I right. know how it's like for me to keep up with my trends and stuff like that, but you guys are, you guys are ever evolving. I mean, on a week, on a daily basis, you guys are evolving. Yeah. Yeah, there's technology is evolving.
1: <laughs> yes. so when the technology evolved, that cause the DJ to evolve. You know, like nowadays, we're not really using uh, records, which is considered wax. We're now using Serato. We have a program, you know, and you have controller records that's just like uh, regular records from back in the day, but they're not. And everything is running through the computer now. And the program that we're using is called Serato or Tractor. And you know, instead of carrying a bunch of CDs or a bunch of crates of records, everything is organized and filed on the computer, or in your, or in your iCloud.
0: Right and how see now here's one of the things for me because you know I talk about I talk about bPMs and the importance of having a, you know the beats per minute and having the music be the Absolutely. really the the distinguishing factor of what is going to deter you know I was standing in a bar the other night and they're playing old classic rock and it's 11 o'clock at night and everybody's just standing there right. nobody's really moving there is right. no motion um you know uh, uh, were, were you I mean now you're a totally different beast you' you're a totally different beast I mean you're, you're you're dealing with Janet Jackson and Puff Daddy and you're working in a whole different realm do you still Get the chance to go and play clubs and do that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I
1: mean, w- when I'm not on the road, you know, I definitely try to spend at clubs, you know, just to keep the whole club vibe going. You know, sometimes I do some clubs in Philly. I used to do uh, with Samantha this club every Wednesday. I was a resident, a resident there. It was called uh, Vango. Vengo Lounge, sure. and that was I did that probably for like six, seven years, man. Oh, cool. And um, I mean I was still torn, but I used to come home and that was my resident place to spend at and that's where I am her at. But I still I definitely still do clubs and then when I'm on tour, sometimes I to do a lot of after parties too. So, you know, just to stay in the club world outside of touring and stuff like that. You know
0: I'm breathing. I'm breathing nice. I'm breathing clean. I'm breathing happy. Why am I breathing nice and clean and happy? Because I just got a new noggin wear in the mail today. Yep, I got a new hat from noggin wear. I'm going to tell you what, guys. I haven't even opened it yet, but I'm excited to get it opened, okay? And as soon as I'm done talking to all of you, I'm going back upstairs outside of my office, and I'm opening up my new noggin wear. Beautiful box came, super fancy. I love the stuff that comes inside of it. You're going to get smart. Just pay attention to that word. You're going to get smart when you buy a noggin wear, okay? Okay. Not just because of the gift that comes on the inside of that box, but because of the fact that we do – they do free shipping, free shipping for every hat that you buy. You can do three things. You can buy one individually. All the cool kids are doing that as well. But the super cool cats are getting involved in the subscription process. They've got a three-month and a six-month subscription program. Okay? You want to buy one hat. It's like 25 bucks. The subscription builds up from there for the three-month and the six-month program. But every single month, you're going to get a hat shipped to you, something new, something cool, something fun. My three favorite hats are the simple ones, man. Old glory, it's a really cool navy blue hat, uh, kind of distressed, uh, little little uh, bit of mesh in the background of it with a nice red, white, and blue flag right up on the front. Proud to be an American, I like to say that out loud. Then we have the other one which is the hospitality hat with the brown one with the pineapple. Pineapple's the international symbol for hospitality and the big fat orange one with they do with that huge shamrock right on the front of it. Say it loud, say it proud, I'm an Irish man, that's how I feel. You know why I'm so proud? Because I got me- a Noggin Wear hat, man. Three different subscriptions. Go and check them out. It's free shipping. Use Chef Bride off. You're going to get ten percent off your order. Plus, you're going to get a little something in the box every single time. Nogginware.com. Ask for Scott. Tell him you're my best friend. I go to Vegas a couple times a year. I hit up a couple of clubs while I'm out there, and I'm and I'll tell you what, man. Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. There's a club up there called Avalon, and they crush okay. it. Dude. They crush they it they have great guys who come in and you know what i mean you guys are the you guys are the entertainment man people aren't talking they're dancing they're moving they're shaking i mean i'm i'm look i'm a i'm a short fat white guy who gets to stand up on a couch and i'm waking up the next morning, and my thighs are on fire you know because i'm right. just bouncing and dancing all night but that's that's your fault that's because of you guys and that's what i love um, how is it right. what is it like to stand up there and watch everybody just I mean they their moves are dependent on what you're doing
1: Right um it's actually dope man I mean it's just a blessing to to be in front of you know 20 30,000 people and you know playing house music and rock music and you know working with Janet or Puff and you know integrating different sounds and stuff with um, the band, so and, and the crowd going crazy. It's, it's it's definitely an exciting drilling and drive going on, on the stage. So <laughs> it's definitely exciting, man. I would say.
0: And then, I mean, how do you go from you know how do you go from being a DJ, a house DJ in Philly, you know, working with Sam and doing that sort of stuff, over to now you're working with Puff and you're working with with Janet Jackson.
1: Um, I mean, I try to use the same concepts I learned from. DJing in clubs. I also used to be into a lot of uh, competitions, which is DJ battles uh, back in college and, you know, high school, man. I used to get in like a lot of battles and stuff like that. So I try to take that and also, the, you know, the club vibe of keeping people moving and entertained and bring that to the stage now, man. So, you know, it's, it's been kind of blessing. I've been getting lucky to work with these different artists. I mean, this is uh let me see. I also, I did Kanye for two years in 2010 and 11, and that was a blessing too. So it's, it's been kind of cool, man, working with these these type of people coming from Philly. You know, they it just been I've
0: been getting lucky from all this it. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they just been keeping me on. But it also comes down to I mean, you know, you're 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 a nice guy. I mean, just the, the couple minutes that we've been talking, I can tell that. But but also the fact that, you know, I mean, everybody who says, like, how'd you get on TV? Well, you know, they asked me one time and I did a nice job, and then I worked well with crew and I worked well with producers and I worked well with those people and you start getting a name for being somebody that's easy to work with and somebody who who, who really performs, you know, somebody who brings it Friday. to the table. So so that's gotta be a huge part of it for you. Right, production
1: is dope, man. Like everybody's cool in the team, man. So, you know, I'm like I say, man. I'm just happy to be here because it could be anybody, man. I'm just taking it all in while <laughs> it's here, you know.
0: <laughs> just just living it during the moment. That's awesome, man. So <laughs> yes, So yes, what yes. are you? So what were you doing? Like so so? Kind of walk me through what's going on now. So you guys were doing rehearsals tonight. Plus, you have an album, or yes. you have a single coming out tomorrow, right? Yes, yes. A DJ. I mean, I'm sorry.
1: It's a DJ EP. It's called a tour. So basically, um. I'm going to rock basically the singles coming out tomorrow. That's for the artist by the name of R. Ambrosius. She was on a, a group formerly known as uh, Flow You And that's the first song. Uh, it's called 90s Love. And it'll be on like, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. It drops tomorrow. I mean, it's on a lot of sites now. But tomorrow, you can still be on all streaming platforms tomorrow. And then the second song I have is with uh, with Alicia Keys. That's going to come out maybe in November. Oh, that's so awesome. So basically... The, the EP is about everybody that I tour with that I work with so it's like seven songs and I mean I'm kind of excited about it man so you should be, it
0: should, be you should be more than kind of excited about it <laughs> <laughs> I mean you got you got you got a hell of a world going on right now man I mean what's what's it like touring with somebody I mean I'm not even going to talk about Janet right now we can get into that what's it like touring with somebody like Puff and with somebody like Kanye I mean who are just complete icons Oh man I mean Puff He's amazing, man. I,
1: I will give him give him that. I mean, he has a lot of creativity, and he's a die hard. Um, he's a die musician, I would say in itself, because you know his rehearsals is late night, you know, and he wants his show tight. It's the same thing as it's the same thing as Kanye. And a lot of people say Kanye is crazy. Yes, he do got his own little way with him, but <laughs> be, be, behind closed doors, worth work ethnic is out of this world man like you know he's very adamant about his show being tight or his sound being tight so that's 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 a good thing about these guys
0: and how much i mean how much creativity are you able to have when you're working with somebody with you know of the level of a kanye a puff Uh, i mean where where does that leave you in that world are they coming to you and saying i'm looking for something like this or are they saying give me something
1: Um, they're saying, no, they, they, they actually say, well, what can you bring to the table? You got any ideas? So we go to the studio, we rehearse, come up with different, like, you know, scratches or, um, different remixes to add with the band to the song. Uh, what kind of music would you play? The DJ break, um, stuff like that, man. So it's all about being creativity, being creative and bringing something to the show, bringing something to the table.
0: Right. And then and then, I mean, how much time are you spending out of rehearsal and, and off the stage kind of putting your own sound together and doing that stuff? I mean,
1: uh, that takes well. The, the first weeks is usually programming. So when you program it with the band or one of the you know the sound engineers, uh, you're doing programming, you're programming with Pro Tools and stuff like that. Then you go rehearse with the band. So it's a lot of programming that goes into with ideas the week before you start rehearsals. That's usually
0: okay. how it goes there. Right. And how much you plan. I mean, I, like I know I'm a guy who I, when I fly, a lot of people sleep. A lot of people do whatever they do. They play games Can you hold up for one second? I'm, yeah, can you hold up on for one second? Sure. There we go. See, he's a busy man. He's got things to do. Uh, This is pretty cool. This is unlike anybody we've ever uh, interviewed on the show before. So I'm, I'm kind of stoked about this, man. I'm, I'm having fun. I hope everybody else is enjoying this as much as I am. Um, you know, this guy worked with, he was with Kanye and Puff, and now he's with Janet Jackson. I'm, I can't wait to get into the Janet Jackson stuff, man. I'll tell you that right off the bat. I want to hear some more about her. She's got to be awesome. It's a woman who's been in the industry for, what, 30 years? 40 years? That's got to be crazy. So, um, these are fun little breaks. We've never had a break on uh, Duffified Live before. What should we talk about? We can talk about how messy my desk is. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. That's all right, man. I was talking about how messy my disc is. <laughs> <laughs> first time we had a first time we had a breakup show, so I'm, I'm running with it in 27 episodes. It's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so I mean, for me, like, when I when I fly, a lot of people, when, when most people fly, they sleep or they play games or do something stu- stupid. When I get on a plane, I'm a workaholic, man. I try to bang out as much as I can. I mean, you, you're flying a lot, traveling a lot. Where are you doing most of your kind of creativity?
1: Uh, usually in L.A., I would say L.A., um, well, I'm doing a lot of, well, I would say L.A. and New York in the studios, and if not, then uh, I do a lot of creativity. On the plane as well, you know what I'm saying. Like when I'm flying and try to come organize stuff on the computer, come up with ideas, and then when I get to rehearsals, then I come. Hey, I got this idea. What you think? You know, sometimes it get shot down. Sometimes they
0: take it. So yeah, that's how it goes. And and it's you got to get used to getting that shot down part.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, because then I come back with something else. You know, I try to come up with a different idea. and I'm like, Oh yeah, I like that. That's dope. You know right. what I mean? So it's always you know usually. Sometimes you want to get sat down with ideas, but, you know, you just got to come back and come up with something different, you know, to keep your job. So, now, try to
0: come back. With something yeah, exactly. If I, if I don't come back, I don't have a job. It's that simple. So, <laughs> it's really that simple. So what, uh, so, so you, how much, how often are you on the road?
1: Uh, let's say, man, man, I would say maybe like seven, seven to eight months a year. Wow. That's tough, man. That's a yeah, tough run, I mean, but you know, I, I try to, I try to get home. You know, we got off days; at three, four days off. We got a month off, and then I, I'll stick home and just, you know I have a son, and I'll hang out with him. You know, then I, I got to go back out with an artist, go back out, come back home, man. So yeah, I've been so doing this actually, man, professionally for eighteen years.
0: Wow! So you've been all over. You've been all
1: yeah, over the world. <laughs> yeah, Dubai, Japan, Osaka. Italy, uh, uh, Amsterdam, yes. Nice. Where's your Where's your favorite city other than Philly? Uh oh man. uh I would say Japan.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: big fan. Tokyo. So I'm a big fan of Tokyo. Major fan of Tokyo, man. I can actually live over there, man. I think I like the technology. And, and the music scene is amazing. The hip hop scene over there is insane. Yeah, like, they're on everything, man.
0: Yeah, I've I've uh, I've I've seen a lot of like I mean I watch a lot of YouTube and stuff like that, and I've seen the clubs over there are just fucking killing it. Yeah, the club scene is murdering it over there. I mean, it's like it's an entire experience. Just going out for one night is an entire experience. Right. So what? uh right. so okay, so so Japan, Tokyo, big fan. How about in the states? What's your where where are you? So you're a big you're out in LA a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm basically for, for
1: rehearsals a lot because a lot of the artists rehearse there in New York. So I'm basically being in L.A. a lot. So I actually do I actually do like Los Angeles.
0: Do you get out to eat much when you're out there? Where do you go?
1: Yeah, uh, Boston. this place called Bossa Nova. I really like it. They got real good pizza there, man, and, you know, Italian dishes and stuff like that. I'm really a good fan of that. Uh, BOA, uh, BOA, it's called yeah. BOA Steakhouse. They got yep. amazing food there,
2: too.
0: Next time you're out there, you got to go go over to Venice Beach. Go right up, uh, go right up Abbot Kinney. End up right on the Woo-hoo. corner, right there, right on the beach. It's called the Venice Whaler. He's a Philly guy oh, as yeah, well. He's a great buddy of mine. His name's Nick Liberato. And if you're when you're out there again, you forget. You just text me, and I'll hook you up with Nicky Lips. Total Philly guy. His uh, his parents, his grandparents actually owned a produce stand on Ninth and Washington. Gee. oh yeah i gotta try that out man yeah it's a great spot man it's it's a it's a great spot so um so so what's so what i mean now you're on tour with a i mean a a pure icon i mean you're talking about janet jackson man what what is it like working with 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 somebody with the likes i mean just the lineage alone i mean of of being a jackson right she's amazing man i mean the whole camp is amazing.
1: She, she, she's fantastic, man. I mean, she's a very nice person, and that she's real calm to work with. Um, and uh, you know, it's it, everything is good about her, man. Like she's so humble, man, and, and talented, and very on it. Like every night, she's going hard, man. So I got so much respect for her, and I'm learning from her to be consistent. And that's basically how you win. And she's an example of that.
0: I mean, how how hard is it? How hard is it for you? to be consistent? Because I mean, your, your crowds are changing. I mean, obviously everybody's stoked to see Janet and go through that whole world, but but how, I mean, do you ever get in front of a crowd and they're just not responding the way that you are? Do you have to change your stuff up? Or are you still continuing on the same path that you had planned in rehearsals?
1: Um. No, nah, we stick to the same plan. It usually works. I mean, if I gotta switch it up, then, you know, it's really Somebody. rare, because they might say, we, we call it an audible, we gotta switch it up, but but in the meantime, it, it usually works, man. That's what, you know, these 10 hours a day rehearsals is for.
0: Yeah. Wow. What's your, what's your, uh, what's, what do you think the best city for music is? Say that again. Best city for music.
1: Best city for music. I would say uh,
0: Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> I really mean, I mean, best uh, musicians, like- man. And then how, how about, a, how about a city to play in? Um, a
1: city to play in. I like to play in Atlanta. Atlanta got a nice vibe down
0: there. That's a good city. Atlanta's and, uh, North. And, North, yeah. Atlanta's amazing, man. And the clubs, the clubs down yeah. there, they're, they're so diverse. So diverse. I mean, you've got a massive gay club population, a huge nightclub population. Atlanta's a lot of fun, man. Yeah, Atlanta's very fun. Yeah. And then you Atlanta's said, uh, dope, man. And what, what was the other one you said? New Orleans. I just got back from New Orleans. New Orleans. Amazing city. Yeah, New amazing. Orleans. Yeah, amazing city. They got a nice good music scene over there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like par- it's like <laughs> a party over there right now.
1: Yeah, hey, I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, I got a party
0: going on in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anybody back there wants to talk, tell, them, they welcome- <laughs> tell them they're more than they're more welcome <laughs> to hop on. So um when are you guys coming to Philly? uh, November the 13th. I think that's on a Tuesday.
1: Yep. Dude, I would love to, uh, I've,
0: uh, I've cooked for artists in the past. I usually end up bringing some food. over. covered, man. Either there or, or Bethlehem. Just let me know, man. You should be good. We Dude, good. I'd love to, man. I'd love to, but I, uh, I, I, I've cooked for, for artists in the past. I actually was the chef for train for Pat Monahan. Uh, when they first did their major tour on their own, and uh, that was an experience, man. Being on the bus is a whole different world. Whole different world. Is you're basically living on there, and you're living with people you don't know. You just meeting them, so it's a whole new world. I learned. I learned that culinary and audio, even though we have the same bus, we don't have the mm-hmm. same rights. Uh, I Pat, <laughs> Monahan, Pat Monahan drinks Perrier. And when I'm traveling through the country, through the country, I'm trying to find Perrier in, you know, these tiny little bow little towns. And uh, it's hard to find. So I finally bought 15 cases in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, I put it on the bus and I got to the next city the next day and I opened up the side of the bus and I look and I've got I'm like, where the fuck's the water, man? I bought 15 cases right. of Perrier and the guy walks over to me looks at me and he says man this is the audio bus this isn't the culinary bus that's just on the side of the road in Charlotte they took 15 oh, cases man. of water off the bus and left it on the side of the road so Oh wow that's crazy I thought yeah. I was I thought I was one up in somebody but it didn't happen that way at all so um, but uh, yeah, that was crazy. That was an experience being out there and being on the road. But but watching how hard the crew and everybody puts it together, you know, to raise a stage in a couple of hours and get the sound checks done and get all that stuff done, and you know, watch artists prepare, which was amazing for me. Um, I mean, do you have right. like a preparation? Do you have like a ritual before you get up on stage to get yourself ready?
1: Um, I'm
0: gonna do some push up stuff, and then I pray. That's really <laughs> it, man. And go hit it. <laughs> He <laughs> said sure yeah. well, Who was uh, one of? I, I, it was Pat. He used to run. He used to run like three miles on a treadmill. Um, and then oh, yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, know. A lot of people get they get into it, man. It's a tough world, dude. I don't know how yeah, you do. It, you got to keep. You got to. You got to stay healthy and keep your uh, up, especially if you're gonna stay for two hours or an hour and a half. Well, and you guys also. I mean, after shows and stuff. I mean, you guys are still going out. You guys are partying. You guys are living. I mean, are you still? Li- are you still living in that same kind of world with going to clubs? I mean, I know you said you do a lot of after parties and stuff. Are you still going out I mean, there? Sometimes it depends.
1: It depends on the state is, not not all the time. But sometimes, sometimes I can get burnt out. You know, especially if you've been. On stage for so long. Sometimes you don't want to go out. You know, sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes I like to. know, unless it's an event. You know, and they have me coming out and get paid. I'm like, I'll go ahead and do this
0: party tonight. You know, but not
1: every
0: night. Yeah, it's a tough world out there, man. I mean, I, I travel a lot now, and I know when I was, you know, I did, I was, I did a show on on Spike for years. I don't know if, if Sam told you any of that stuff or not, but um I was on, oh, I was on TV cool. for. Yeah, I was on TV for a while and had a lot of fun. And trust me, man, I—I I, I, at, at the end of the whole thing, I looked down and I was like thirty pounds heavier from drinking bourbon and eating McDonald's at four o'clock in the morning. So
1: yeah, um, that, that 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 can really—you definitely gotta watch the diet.
0: Yeah, it was nasty. It was pretty bad. So, so who? Uh, I, I don't want to keep you all night long, but so, you, so you've worked with a tremendous amount of artists. I mean, I know you're with Janet now and you just finished that sort of stuff up. Is there any one artist that you've worked with that you were like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm actually on the same stage with this guy or girl? I
1: mean, I would say uh, Janet, but on top of that, also, uh, I would say Matt. He was a guy that
0: I worked
1: with man. You know, he's my, he's, he's my favorite rapper. So yeah,
0: being on stage one was, was a blessing for me. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I I didn't, you kind of broke up in the beginning. Who was that? Nash, he's a rapper. Nash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my, oh, I know, absolutely. My daughter loves him, man. Right, okay. Yeah, my daughter's got some great taste in music for a 16-year-old kid. She does pretty well, so she's actually, she's heading out to uh, the Maid Festival this weekend. Oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy in the city this weekend with that festival. So many people performing. It starts tomorrow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, she's uh she's pretty stoked. I uh we got her I got her I got her a bunch of passes to go out and play. So she's going to be stoked. Uh, that's to dope. And I'm a, and I'm I'm a 46-year-old father who let his 16-year-old daughter go to a massive concert like that. I don't know. I'm good. Yeah, that's dope. I I feel confident. How old's your son? Uh 13. Nice. They're fun, man. They're a black but yeah, two man. girls. I got two girls, 16 and 13, so keep them away. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Keep him away. But uh all right, man. Well, dude, hey, I, I, I want to say thanks, man. I know you're a busy guy and I know you got a lot of shit going on. You got a you got a single dropping tomorrow and you're and you're rehearsing. So um DJ, thanks definitely so much great. for hopping on with me, man. And and I can't wait to meet you when you get in Philly. Definitely, definitely, definitely will, man. I appreciate the time. Absolutely, man. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there and have some fun. All right. Thank you guys not too shabby somebody a little different for us this week uh dj active so everybody do me a favor if you get a chance get out there and check him out um, all of his social media is exactly the same it's dj A K T I V E. I um, i hope uh when he does come into philly in november i'd love to get over to see his show as he said and you guys heard him he said give him a shout he's gonna take care of me so i'd love to get back there and maybe make uh I don't know, maybe i'll make janice some ribs man i hope she's not like a vegetarian or something i'm gonna bring her cheesesteaks Che- Cheesesteaks from Philly, I think would be really good. So um, everybody do me a favor. You know, if you guys are out there and you're listening to this and you're on social media, you're listening, you know, you're hanging out with Twitter or you're driving in your car and whatnot, send me a message, man. I'd love to hear from you guys about stuff that you're interested in hearing about. You have guest ideas feel free to send them out to me as well. I mean, I love that stuff. I want to, I want to interview people that you guys find interesting. I want to interview people that are uh, a little bit diverse. I want to know about the road. You know, I want to hear what people are eating and what they're doing and what they're drinking. I mean, you know, the initial part of this interview was just having a really quick chat about West Philly. I mean, I love going over to West Philly and checking out some of the food places. My daughter and I, like I said, the other day driving through and it was, I looked at her and I said, what do you want to eat? You know, and this is a 16 year old girl. I was like, you want to get some soul food? She was like, absolutely no questions asked. she was ready to hop over there and and hop in and have some fun with me. I was pretty stoked about that. So, um, but, uh, that's it, man. It's a great show this week. Super easy, super simple. I want to thank DJ active for hopping out here with us. I absolutely have to thank, um, everybody over there at radioinfluence.com for their unbelievable support. There There is a tremendous amount of, uh, Podcast that these guys do and these guys put together. Um, everything from a cop to a WWE to sports to Ian Beckles. Um, there's a lot of really good people that these guys produce, and uh, and they do an amazing job. So, radioinfluence.com. Thank you so much. We got to thank Michelle out there at uh, um, Techno Solutions for all my web stuff. Maggie uh, Gagliardi, that's at MagsArt, M-A-G-Z-A-R-T. She is a wonderful human being that does all of our promo pieces. I can't get away without saying anything to uh, about Nogginware.com. These guys are great as well. Um, Nogginware.com, you can check them out at uh, on, online, man. Go and get some hats. Uh, you want to talk to me, I'm pretty easy to find. It's Chef Bry Duff uh, on Twitter and Instagram. at C-H-E-F-B-R-I-D-U-F-F. Same thing on Snapchat. But guess what? Snapchat, I'm not on that much. Unless your bitches, my bitches and the girls who are out there that I uh, my friends from Philly that I get to share their little drunken world and all their fun stuff. They know who they are. Uh, that's it for this week, man. It's a uh, it's been a good week. You know, let's all keep that kind of positive energy going for the way that we feel about the eclipse the week before. For the way that we feel about Houston right now and that sentiment that we're all holding of being nice to each other and all of us having one common goal. And it's just that simple, man. Be nice to each other. Let's have some fun. Thank you guys so much for your time and your, uh, your energy that you give to me because I thrive off of that. Um, I will tell you guys this, that I will be, uh, I will be next week in Easton, Pennsylvania, opening up the Sipesville Inn and the pub at Sipesville. Uh, the week after that, I'll be in Fort Myers, Florida. I'm going down there to shoot something, uh, and I'll be at the city tavern, um, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh the first week of October at the Pittsburgher Festival. That's going to be an awesome festival. I'm super stoked about that. I'll be in Sacramento at the end of the month uh, for the California Walnut Board. I get to go out there and play. And then I'm doing a little pop-up with my good buddy, Keith Breedlove from Culinary Cruiser. He and I are going to be banging out on a Friday night, some crazy street in the middle of Sacramento. I can't wait for that. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Have a great week, and uh, we'll chat next week, man. Bye-bye. Didn't get Duffified enough? Follow Chef Brian Duffy on Facebook and on Twitter at Chef B R I D U F F. Look for the blue verified check mark to get exclusive content and to see what's coming up on next week's show. This has been Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy on Radio Influence. This is an Ian Beckles Flavor in Your Ear quick fix on Radio Influence.
2: It seems like in our whole country, everybody's yanking down statues, okay? It's a big thing. We got to get rid of this statue. This statue is the worst. I don't know how we can exist with this statue. First of all, all the statues that they yanked down, I've never seen, okay? You know, when they talk about Robert E. Lee to me, what the hell do I know about Robert E. Lee? Seriously. You know, the Bucks and the Lightning and the Rays all donated, I think, it was $5,000 to bring down a Confederate statue. Um, and I'm saying this, okay? They needed $140,000, I think it was, to bring this statue down, okay? I was just saying on my last podcast, they went in a school in Tampa, and the air conditioning was broken, and it was 89 degrees in the school. You think you re- bringing that statue down is really that important? Isn't It's more important than having our kids comfortable while they're in school. It's, it's a statute. Listen, it's history. Let me tell you something, okay? If we eliminate everybody that was all about slaves, you're eliminating most of the white folks, okay? Back in the day, you had slaves because that's what was going on. Listen, I'm black, very black, actually. What, if, if at the time... That was what's going on. You're going to be a white person who goes, I'm totally against slavery. No, nah, man, let me get one, and you can mow this, and you can do this, and you can pick this up and do the stuff I don't want to do. You know, if somebody brought in a bunch of people from Saskatchewan and said, hey, uh, they need jobs. House them up, and they'll work for you on your fields. What's the difference? I mean, you don't have to be whipping them. That probably wasn't. That wasn't very nice, the whipping part. But the rest of it, you really going to dog out somebody because they were doing what everybody else was doing? You're going to be such a strong person that you'd be against slavery? Get the hell out of here. You can't eliminate slavery. It's part of history, okay? We're we're trying to eliminate it from history. It's called history. It's a story. It happened. And what's going to happen when we, first of all, the people that are upset usually are white. Seriously. If, you know, I never heard a black person walk by and go. That's a terrible statue. I've Never heard it before. I walk by a statue. I look at it. If there was a statue of Robert E. Lee, I swear to God on everything, I would look at it and I'd go, hmm, "There's Robert E. Lee." And it's not going to say it's terrible. It's it's hatred and blah blah. Come on, you know it's like a Confederate flag. If that's your flag, rock it, rock it, baby. Now, I have the uh, I I have my opinion, but if that's your flag, man, rock it. I'm not opposed against somebody flying a, a Confederate flag. That tells me what's up or what might be up.
0: You can find Ian Beckles Flavor in your ear on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and radioinfluence.com.